Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast about that. Fuck, I don't know what it's about. I think I messed that up. But I mean, featuring me, this smooth velvet shit box talking to you right now, John Wayne. That's right. Here I am back still remaining for at least another couple of weeks until I hit the road again in my neon palace of sin right here in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada. Can't stand ya. Nevada. Anyway, you guys know. You gotta say it that way or they come for you. I'm here. I am uh, pleased as pleasurable punch to be, uh, you know, uh, here again. Thank you guys um, for listening, for tuning in, for coming back uh, after the break. Last week, of course, was our first episode back uh, from a little hiatus there, some some much needed uh, rest and recharging. Uh, I'm still doing all of that and getting it together, and I appreciate you taking this journey with me. So, welcome to the show. I am co- uh, I am of course. There we go. I am of course here in my neon palace of sin. I am drinking a nice big cup of. Black coffee with the Black Coffee Blues. Actually, it's in my House of Blues New Orleans mug, which, uh, funny story about this, uh, or not even, I don't know if it's funny, but a story. Uh, I went to New Orleans for the very first time <clears throat> when I was 21 years old uh, on spring break, uh, if you, you know, if you will. I was 21. Uh, my girlfriend at the time was 19, so she could not go into any place, but... Um, I remember like you know, we went by the House of Blues during the day, um, in, but it's open like the gift shop or whatever is open. So I, I wanted to check it out. I hadn't been in a House of Blues before. Again, this is 22 years ago or something. So uh, and I, the only thing I got from a week in New Orleans, the only th- souvenir, if you will, the only thing I brought back with me was this mug from House of Blues New Orleans, which um, I still drink out of from uh, to this day. So I guess it was a sound investment. And uh, what a fun little reminder of a story that is, isn't it? Now I've been back to New Orleans like a hundred thousand times. Uh, probably got the crap, the craps, the cra- definitely got the craps from there. Uh, the crabs, the claps, uh, and all that that I brought back with me from New Orleans since. But uh, this mug stands the test of time, and I'm drinking my coffee out of it. Also, I am. Enjoying a nice, green, healthy bowl in my pipe of Grandpappy's Medicine. Um, Today, I am smoking uh, from City Trees, a strain called Blockberry. And we're sitting right there at an 18% THC on this. And this is nice. It's it's got a nice little uh, sweet, fruity taste to it. A berry taste to it, I guess, as you there uh, in the title, or in the the name. And... um, yeah, it's it's a nice little strain, um, not too not too heavy, not too crazy, but uh, perfect for a fine morning recording of which I've been doing for a while. This is not the first record I've done uh, of the day, and it's only hmm, eleven a.m. where where I'm sitting. So uh, we've been out up and at them. Like I said, I told you guys, I'm back. I'm back, 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 um, back into the swing of things. So um, we got our weed, we got our coffee. I got all of you, and we are here. So welcome to the show. Thank you again for joining me. I want to give major shouts out to all of my Patreon supporters out there, my Patreon people. Thank you so much for supporting me um, throughout all this time or or at all. Um, it means 
more to me than you'll ever know. Um, if you are interested, uh, please check out my Patreon over at patreon.com slash Dead, or if you go to johnwayneisdead.com and hit the Patreon link there, there's a button that'll take you right there to my, um, <clears throat> to my page, and you can sign up and choose from one of the uh, many tiers available and get all the goodies that come with those uh, for as little as $3 a month. It's, it's very easy, and... Um, Everybody gets access to the awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus podcast, which, again, is back in full swing as well. Also, you have access to all the back episodes, which there are over 125 episodes of that show. And that is a show in which I speak to other artists from around this great world of ours, most of them that I meet uh, while I'm on the road. And we talk about all kinds of things, their art, their discipline, what they do. And we also have a nice conversation about just kind of things. Um, last week with the with the welcome back relaunch for the new year, I had my buddy horror author Joseph Passavano on and uh, got a lot of good feedback on that episode. Thank you guys for checking it out. And uh, this week, uh, I'll talk about it a little bit later, but we have, an, have another special guest, another special episode. Uh, and I'll tell you about that in a little bit. So if you would like to give me a little bit of extra support out there as I hit the road uh, here in these next couple of weeks and just keep the train on the tracks, please visit my Patreon page, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead, uh, or go to johnwaynesdead.com. So major shouts out to you guys. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. So we are back at it. Like I said, um, <clears throat> last week, uh, the show, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Doing, I'm going to do different things with the show. I'm not going to adhere to the old format. Uh, we're just get, you know, we're going to find our way here together, and um, just you know, be maybe even a more uh, stream of consciousness. Uh, you know, not totally. I'm not just going to get on here and talk about the flowers in the sky or something. But you know, I like the shows where people just get on and kind of talk and let you know what's going on and and just. Which is what I've always tried to do, um, but you know I've had the say I've had my segments, you know where uh, you know I do the card of the day reading, which I still do on my Instagram at John Wayne is dead. There's a card of the day um, on there with you know a kind of a short little synopsis uh, of my take of the card for for anyone to check out. Um, but you know I'm not doing that anymore right now. I just kind of want to talk. Uh, to everybody and and you know figure figure it out like I said I last week I wasn't sure for a while if I even wanted to come back and do the podcast anymore I was drained I was you know kind of like oh maybe it's run its course maybe I don't need to do that maybe I need to do something completely different and hey maybe I still need to do something completely different but you know this this show uh, means a lot to me and everyone who listens does so uh, I want to you know I still want to get on and, and be talking and and have this uh, connection with everyone through through the podcast. So um, let's see what else is going on. This uh, this week uh, has been very busy. I have been staying uh, on top of a lot of things because I have a lot on my plate. I have a lot to get done before I leave uh, for my first show of the year, which will be Days of the Dead in Atlanta. Uh, that is the show where I started, the first actual con I vended at even a few years back. And uh, it's it's it holds a special place in my heart for that. And I'm hoping to, uh, you know, kick off the year, you know, with an, an excellent show and uh, an excellent return to uh, my roots and start, you know, like, you know, I don't know, just start strong from there and, and go. So I'm looking forward to that. But I'm home for another couple of weeks, which I am 
very happy about and getting in, you know, being able to do my routine and, and recenter myself, I guess, and kind of reground myself. It's very important, um, you know, and something I will definitely be working on this year, in the new year from what I've learned <clears throat> in the last year to keep myself more grounded, uh, regardless of the crazy, everything else that may be going on around me. But uh, I've been doing a lot of narration this week. I am uh, narrating currently my uh, splatter western, All of Your Dreams Will Come True When You're Dead. And uh, I, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I'm almost done narrating that. I probably have like maybe one more session uh, that I'll knock it out in. And then I start another big, big project uh, that I've been hired and brought on to do that will be announced, I'm sure, when the time uh, is right for it to be announced. But uh, that is, you know, something I've been gearing up for, something that's required, uh, you know, a lot of prep and, and, um, and you know, just uh, scheduling. And it's going to be uh, awesome. I'm very, very excited for it. And I'm very excited for it to be announced. Uh, when it is so uh like i but but i'm just letting you know that's that's what i'm doing right now there's a lot of voiceover work but one of the other things i'm working on a lot right now is the uh issue two of gas money magazine and uh last week i talked about gas money magazine and the inception of that and uh how you know it kind of came to be through my uh, nick p and myself riffing off of different ideas for uh you know, not only ridiculous stories, but also fake products and, and fun, you know, fake services that would we could offer. Uh, and those were all like things that I drew ads for in the magazine and then came up with these stories based on the concepts that he and I had had uh, developed and put it out there. And it is uh, if just if you're unaware or don't know yet, like you can check it out on um johnwayneisdead.com in the shop you can get a copy of it it's only ten dollars uh for the gas money issue one magazine and it includes a novelette throughout the uh uh you know articles if you read it and it's just basically like a parody magazine it's like a mad magazine type of thing that we were having a lot of fun with and getting that one out there and getting the good response that i've gotten and just even the amount of fun that i had putting it together um i am i've been like full bore on issue two guys like really like i've been drawing a ton of stuff for it coming up with uh fake new fake things new fake products and ad campaigns and then ones that are going to run like throughout uh you know fake campaigns things like that fun fun stuff also uh in the writing for this mag for this issue i've been uh you know i kind of put together what i want the through line to be through the story and uh it's coming together very well. I'm I'm very happy with it. Uh, but I've been, you know, kind of like working on that all week, writing the stories for that. Uh, because like I finished recently, uh, I can't remember if I talked about this, but the next, I guess, like a kind of novel thing that I've written, um, a couple, uh, maybe like a week and a half ago, I, I finished the first draft. And I'm just, I was like, oh, let me let it sit for a couple minutes before I come back and start revising immediately. I wanted to kind of, fresh my, you know, palate, uh, palate cleanser with writing some of these silly stories first. And, uh, you know, I'll go back, uh, probably starting in the coming week to do, uh, you know, another pass, uh, re- as far as revisions and rewrites, um, will go on that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah. So, but these stories for gas money, uh, issue two and, and the, the products and the, 
<clears throat> the now like I have a little bit of a better grasp. You know, just like anything, you you start doing it and you get a little bit better and learn from it. Now I have a little bit of better grasp on <clears throat> how I want, uh, how how I see this magazine coming uh, together and the stories coming together. I'm now able to pull um, things out from the stories as far as like places that you know the characters visit or um, you know uh, services that they have access to within the stories will now be advertised uh legitimately in the magazine as well so i'm i'm really into putting like a, this huge tie in through the entire thing uh having i'm having a whole lot of fun with it so i hope that uh when it comes out it, and it'll be this this also this will be out sooner than later this is not like a well see you 6 months down the road no bitch this is coming out like i'm i'm set i have all these deadlines i'm setting for myself all these new goals um and just uh, as far as scheduling things um, in a much better, much more, uh, hope, what I would hope to be more um, efficient for me and, you know, uh, more streamlined, I guess. And just, just even having a better grasp on all of my releases throughout this this coming, this next year, this year that's current year new that we're in. Uh, and, uh, so I'll be, you know, keeping you up on that, but issue two is just barreling full, full, full steam, um, ahead for, uh, for the coming month, probably within the, maybe I would say within a month, look, look for it. it. It's, it's definitely coming together. I'm super stoked on, on that as well. And like I said, the, the thing, the other, the novel that I just finished writing, uh, I'm, I'll be starting revising that, and I, I'll, I'll talk more about that in the re revision process of that. Uh, probably next episode, actually, especially if I do start it this this week, I, I do want to talk about that and maybe just talk even myself through it as I'm doing it. Um, and if you guys, you know, hopefully get something out of that, that you know is amazing as well, or just want to listen to me babble about how I revise things. Uh, but that, but not only that, you know, I have two other things that are novel length, ready to go, like done that I, uh, that I will also hope, hopefully be releasing, uh, no, I know I'll be releasing this year and there's no hopefully in that, but, uh, I will hopefully have a stronger grasp on the dates that I will be releasing them or the time that I'll be releasing them, uh, for you, for you all soon, sooner than later. Um, <clears throat> speaking of, I signed up for Substack, which, uh, a lot of you, if you're on my, um, if you are on my mailing list from my website, um, thank you so much for signing up for that. I, I you know, talking to some other uh, people that use it, doing some research myself, I was like, well, let me let me try this out. I, I'm, it seems like this is a good tool. Uh, it seems like people are getting a lot of good use out of this. Let me let me try it. So I signed up for a Substack. I am still figuring out exactly how I want to use it, and and even the best ways to, to use a Substack, stack. Uh, but if, so if you got, you know, if you were on my mailing list and got this email about like, Hey, thanks for also, you know, coming through the Substack. basically you don't have to do anything unless you want to unsubscribe, but it'll just, you'll just still be getting the emails like you do. Uh, but I think there'll be different ways of incorporating things within the emails and, and stuff like that. But you can always sign up still for the newsletter on my website. Uh, if you go to johnmoneysdead.com, but you know, Substack, that's a new thing I'll, I'll be, you know, working with and uh, and getting that out there, too. So check me out if you're on Substack, you know, hey, follow me and say hi and, you know, check it out. Check out what I've got up there so far. Uh, 
it's coming it's coming together speaking of coming together uh i was speaking earlier about the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast and how i've already been recording today and and doing things um and uh what i was doing was talking to uh my very good friend um the other half of john wayne is dead uh drummer extraordinaire chris jett and he will be uh, on this week's Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast over on Patreon. But if you've been, you know, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know I like to pepper in and tease the uh, tease what the episode's about over there and put in a little bit of our conversation that we had. And, um, you know, Chris and I have a new record coming out very soon this year. And uh, we... I wanted to get him on to talk about it as well. You know, he's a man of few words, but we did have a, a an excellent conversation talking about uh, the making of the new record, uh, the inception of the band itself. Uh, we talked about other music. We talked about the other musicians we knew that helped helped get the help put keep the band together and recording and all of that kind of stuff. We had a great conversation, and uh, I would love to play a little bit of it for you right here. Um, on the show, here's here's a part of my conversation that you can hear the whole thing over on Patreon this week. Uh, this is myself and Mr. Chris Jet. Check it out. So you you know you've played music. When did you start playing in bands? Like how old were you? Uh, I mean, I had one of those terrible high school bands. We uh, all did, yeah. So did I. That that counts. But what, we got second what? place in battle of bands. Out of two, that's great. No. Probably, probably about four or five. Is that Arbor Days? Nice. Um, we split five hundred bucks between the four of us. Whoa! What the fuck? That's a legit battle of bands. <laughs> what did, uh, that we, was for fourth place, second place. We got second place. Uh, we probably only wrote two songs for it. We submitted our tape. We didn't know we had to have like 15, 20 minutes. I think we played the same song two or three times, plus some. Uh, like more more funny i guess we're like ah here's the song and then we play the same one again sounds like something john <laughs> wayne is dead is done uh, time but, uh or two. <laughs> i don't know i i don't know how we won it was, i guess it was crowd but uh i bought a new bass drum pedal and but how old were you is is what the, the... 16 17 okay cool yeah so you started that, and I just, you know, Chris, I'm just giving a lot of people, the, giving the people the context and, and the, and the, his, the rich history of where, uh, of how we came to be, because not everyone knows that, and some people, they, they, they're interested in that. Um, so you, you started that, and you, this was, were you living in Texas then, or yes. no? Yeah, this yeah. was in Texas? Okay, cool. And then from there, like, do you start playing in Red Ferrari or... Uh, no, go red Ferrari or no? What what to give me your was... give me the the give me the Chris Jet music band history from from you you win second place you guys are on top of the world yeah. you can't nothing bad could ever happen uh, you're buying new bass drum pedals and I'm sure like Pokemon cards or whatever at the time but what, what where do you go from there? Um, uh, well that was well then. I I moved, yeah. Changed high schools. Um, didn't really play much. Um, met some guys here. You know, uh, John B played. Uh, he he found out I played drums, and he's like, "I play guitar." So John motherfucking B. <laughs> so uh, 
We started playing in the garage and we, I think. Here in, in when you're in Houston? Back in this, Houston. Yeah. This is in Houston. Okay. Senior year. Wow. You know, John, you knew John B since you were in high school? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Um, played, just like played a couple times with him and some other people from school. Um, nothing ever too serious. Yeah. But then. Then I moved to Denton. Okay, there we go. We're dying in the days of Denton now. Yeah. And that's... Uh, I, I uh, was at a record shop buying some CDs, I think. Um, and I saw a flyer that said, looking for a drummer. And it was like, I don't know, they put like emo, they put indie, they put fans of the Strokes. Nice, okay. <laughs> so, so I grabbed that little... Uh, the phone number, number. Yeah. called him, met those dudes, started playing. Um, we were called the Fate Motel. Oh, I like, that's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. We played a lot of the Christian rock clubs in the door Dallas and the door in Fort Worth. And that was a thing. Why? Were you guys Christians? No, it was that, that just were. Un, oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. Or kids who weren't 21 could play at. Oh, okay, cool. That's so that's like um it's like, like uh, Java all, Jazz and all Houston. age venues. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and then we got a little more edgier and changed the name to uh, Go Red Ferrari. And I think that's when I met my good friend Eddie. Started playing bass, and that was Go Red Ferrari. Um, I also played, picked up some shows. Uh, between that, between high school and that, with OJ and the Brantis orangutans, um, fronted by a fish boy. If anyone knows who fish boy is. Fish boy. Fish boy. And I even played a show with him at Trees. I think I have up. some of seven inches of fish boy. Yeah. Uh, I filled in a show or two for, with him. I remember opening up for the uh, Neil Diamond tribute band. That was the one that was in Saving Silverman. Hell yeah, dude. You know, I can't I just, stay alone. Just jumped around, played with different people. Nothing ever serious. Um, but, uh, well, then, I mean, like, you, you played through that, but when you moved back to Houston and we worked together, like, you know, we met each other through Moe's slash Starbucks slash, yeah. slash I knew your brother. Um, you, but uh, the the B Sharps got together shortly after that, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Eddie, yeah, Eddie was still living in Denton because uh -huh. he played. I played. He played bands with me, and we've been. Right. I even played like his solo stuff. We just we play all the open mics in Denton um, at Andy's and Rubber Gloves and uh, shouts out. That kind of stuff. Um, it was uh, that was stupid at a garbage face. Ah, stupid at a garbage face. And then it was just him playing and me, and then sometimes his friend Art. Would, but and then uh, I came down here. I met uh, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Um, he would just hang out at Starbucks, and I, I don't know, we would just start talking to him. And then yeah. he put, said he played guitar and I played drums. So then we started just playing the two of us. So we even recorded some songs, just the two of us. I remember um, that. And then we're like, he's like, we really need a bass player. 
So we convinced Eddie to move to Houston to play bass. Nice. Um, and then the B sharps happened. The B sharps were born, and that's like yeah. And then I I was playing in Harem Festival and Literature Voltron at the time, and we were playing a lot of shows together. Uh, but you guys were doing a lot of stuff on, uh, you know, a lot yeah. of stuff too. So, um, but then I, I was like at work, uh, we worked at the Starbucks together and I was recording some songs by myself. Uh, and then I, I had a CD with me and I was like, Hey, Chris, uh, I can, you want to play drums on these songs with me maybe? And you were like, okay. And I gave you the CD. Um, it was like, uh, like two middle schoolers asking each other to the, the Sadie Hawkins or something like that. It was just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you want to listen? Yeah, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. And then we, uh, I came to your house to the practice pad, and we started jamming some of those out. And like John Wayne is dead was born from there. Um, yeah, we get off of work and come practice and eat tacos and drink beer. Oh, dude, just going from like uh going right from work on the fridays down to eat tacos get a couple beers and then go right to around the corner to your house to practice for hours and just drink more beers um was amazing and in fact was uh you know that time also like it was very like uh, in, in instrumental in like honing a lot of like my focus musically and my harnessing more of my ability i think was that 2012, 13 ish? Yeah, around right around there. Because that was like I was going through my my first divorce. Uh, but I was also trying to figure things out with myself. And we just got to play a lot of music and figure things out through music, I think. Uh, but that also helped, like, I think, dude, super like uh, developed me in the way I, I would, I wanted to go uh, we, mu musically. We recorded two things pretty quickly. Probably should have spent a little more time on. Oh, you saw the seven inches? Yeah. <laughs> Those are good. I like our seven inch records. <laughs> um, it, it's, but that was like, that was it though. That was what we, we were like. We, we just, were like, this we, is punk rock. We're doing a punk rock fucking band. And the, this is what was, we're doing. We record everything one take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's cool. And then we would play tons of shows. We just kept playing. So many shows. And the, anytime, anywhere. And we any were playing day. those six hour shows, those long ass shows. We were playing, we played all the time and a bunch of shows. And that really fucking helped sharpen, I think, our, our chops and our songwriting uh, abilities as well. Uh, the uh, interesting fact, like uh, inside baseball for everybody, the show that you're listening to is called the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast. Um, the awesome dude for life thing, first of all, came from Chris and John Wayne is dead. Uh, that's where we started even calling each other. Awesome dudes for life. Got the tattoo, got the license plate. But <laughs> when we would, have extra practice would be like what are you doing tonight today after work nothing what are you doing nothing you want to practice okay we would call that a boner practice which was bonus uh it was like instead of bonus it was a boner practice and that's why this show is called the boner bonus podcast um so look look at all this stuff like you're getting uh full circle the, <laughs> well it, the circle of life all right that was myself and mr chris jet the other half of john wayne is dead uh, chatting there. Hey, if you want to check out the entire episode, please, please go to my Patreon, sign up for any tier, and you will get access to that episode, plus all of the back episodes of the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, um, and everything else I put on the wall. There are uh, 
live performances from from John Wayne's Dead that you can watch uh, on on my Patreon wall, as well as uh, readings from uh, conventions and shows, uh, uh, acoustic solo performances, new song teases, things like that, videos that I put up that are just available to my Patreon supporters, all kinds of great stuff over there. And like I said, for as little as $3 a month, you can... Um, you know, get access to all of that and on all the new stuff I put up there and helps me out very, very much. But even, excuse me, just listening to this show helps me out immensely. Thank you guys for always for your support. So uh, like I was saying, in that conversation I had with Chris, we talked a lot uh, about um, music, about our music, about the new record. And I did want to chat a little bit about that uh, here for you guys. You know, our new album, it's called Who Hurt You, 13 new songs. Uh, very, very excited about it coming out this year. Uh, just getting all the things down. One of the things that Chris you know, Chris and I, before we recorded uh, our episode, we had a whole meeting about scheduling and uh, booking and all kinds of stuff coming up. So there's a lot of cool things coming down with this. Like this is, you know, I'm extremely uh, proud of this record and happy with how it, it turned out. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about how Marshall uh, shouts out our good buddy Marshall, who produced this record for us, Mars Hall, um, really helped bring it out, uh, bring every, like the uh, I don't know. He he helped to bring it out of the music, what we had done uh, out of the recordings, and he he really helped us put it together and and make it into something very special. So once this gets out there, it's you know. I think it's uh, going to be something you want to check out. I, you know, I talk a lot about my writing and, and a lot about, you know, touring for, for horror conventions and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of you know that I play music. You see me out there doing it at the conventions and stuff like that. But you don't hear enough about it because um, it's just so busy. I'm so busy doing everything. But but trust me, this this one... All, we're, we're coming at you full force with this. We're uh, recording a, a music video uh, for it, uh, looks like that'll be next month when we'll record that. So that will be ready to go. Um, this is of course being released on vinyl initially through uh, a, a boutique label, just a 250 press, um, of three different color styles that will be in there. So you can get three different variants. And then, you know, we're working hard right now to also get this picked up by an, a label beyond that, that will just, will have, um, you know, wide distribution, and it's not just a uh, a limited pressing, um, limited edition. But those limited edition ones, you know, they're going to go fast, and they're going to be awesome. And when it does, when the record does come out through a different label after that, it will be completely different looking and, and all of that as well. So for those of you that, you know, you like to chase vinyl um, and and like to collect the different different styles, this, this album, Who Hurt You?, uh, it's going to have several different uh, variants kind of, you know, fresh, fresh off the, the bat within a few months of each other. So you'll have uh, opportunities to get those and get them from from the shows that we're going to be playing on the road, which we also were talking about uh, getting those booked. It's it's tough. It's it's a it's like putting a puzzle together because, you know, of, of course, just outside of, you know, our own schedules that we have uh, with life and family and things like that. I, I, I add this kind of extra wrinkle of difficulty because, uh, I have all, all of these 
these shows uh, booked for me as far as the conventions and stuff. You know, I if you go to you can go check out my dates right now. Um, they should be up to date, but there's 15 or 16 shows for 2024 on there right now. <clears throat> the couple more that are waiting for approval before I put them up there. So it's like, okay, now we got to figure out when we can put shows together between those days when also like there isn't life stuff going on with either of us as well. You know, Chris has two awesome, you know, boys. He's got a, you know, family. He's got different responsibilities and and different schedules and stuff like that. And I have all this other stuff. So it's, it's like I said, it's like putting a puzzle together, but rest assured we are, we're finding the corner pieces first and we're working our way in bitch. Cause uh, we got stuff going and cooking and it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. And I, I, you know, we talked about this on our episode, but uh, you know, if you want to are interested in getting a sneak peek at some of this new music um, in a, in the a complete mastered final track, you might need to join that Patreon page because uh, it's, might be up there might be a track to listen to pretty quick but only only through patreon um will it be available but like i said it's a, it's a lot of fun and uh you know i'm super passionate about about music and, uh, and about our music uh well about all music but you know the the i'm happy you know sometimes you can get to a place with music because i've been there before where there is no passion in it anymore and you just don't care and, you know, you're like, yeah, I guess I'll record this shit, but I could give a fuck. Like, I I have personally been there. Like, I finished recording a record that I got so burned out on with the band and the music that I quit immediately after we were done recording, which was so antithetical to any, you know, it, of course, you could imagine. Like, you, you work hard to, put out, to record the record so you can go promote the record, and you can't really promote the record if the singer-guitar player quits um, at, right when you put it out. So... I understand how that goes, but this is, you know, we're very, very uh, connected to this and feel very passionate about it, and it's going to be good, so uh, please stay tuned for that. Now, one, uh, you know, another thing, just moving right along, like I said, we're having fun on these shows. It is the Storytelling Podcast. I know I've been giving, you know, usually uh, I'll give the recap of the shows that I've just done if I'm coming from a, a convention, which is usually always... And I'll talk about everything that happened. And then, you know, in these last couple of months that I took off from doing the podcast, I did several shows uh, that I, of course, didn't, you know, give any recaps on because we didn't, didn't I didn't record anything. Um, but what I've decided to do, because it is a storytelling podcast, it's just kind of like, you know, tell some stories from some of those shows that uh, uh, that I can remember or, or not or piece together, um, good and bad. Uh, but, you know... Uh, we could always, no matter what happens, at least, at least if we learn from it, um, that's, that's the main thing. So, uh, I, I would like to tell a little bit of a drunken tale right now, if you will. Everyone loves a good drunk story. This one is, is one of those ones where it's funny after the fact, but is probably like not that great in the, in the, in the midst of it. So, um, one of the last, I guess probably one of the shows I went to, shortly after the last the episode 300 that I recorded while I was driving was uh, Monster Mania in, in Hunt Valley, Maryland, which is basically Baltimore, right? So one of the things that was going on with that show, just just a little like uh, info-wise, you know, it's been at that same, like, you know, Monster Mania does the three, three shows a year. They do that one, they do uh, in uh, New Jersey, Cherry Hill, and then they do Oaks, Pennsylvania. 
Um, <clears throat> last year, in 2023, I did both. I did both Cherry Hills, both Hunt Valleys, and the and the One Oaks in at the end of the year. So I did five Monster Mania shows last year. Um, and this one at the Hunt Valley that I just did was actually the last one at that hotel that they're going to do because that hotel is being demolished. I think it already was knocked down uh, in December, I believe. And it was good because it was falling apart. It was like a fine, it was like a Delta Marriott or whatever, something like that. But it was falling apart. I'm glad I didn't stay there uh, the last time they had it, uh, this last time, because people are having all kinds of issues uh, with it. But it's moving to downtown Baltimore, uh, very close to, I believe, the ballpark and and some other things. Um, I think I said in the last show, I won't be able to, I'm not going to be going to that one because I'm doing AuthorCon in St. Louis, which is a conflict, but we'll see. It's the first time moving there. But at that show, um, you know, I got there and I was already like, I think what had happened is I had gone hard partying wise for something, maybe a show or something the weekend prior to me going to Maryland. And I was back in Vegas. Right. So I think I was like, man, I got to take a break. Like I didn't drink any, like the whole, you know, it took me, you know, it takes me like a week to drive across the country to start if I'm going to start over there. Uh, so I had taken a break off, you know, I wasn't even like, you know, having any beers when I checked after I got to the hotel or anything every, and throughout the whole drive, like I was like, all good, you know, take a break. Let me dry out. Let me get my shit together. And Friday night of the show, it's like, uh, it start. It was like from you know four to ten thirty or ten or something, something like that. And I, uh, I get down there and I, I didn't even bring any beer with me. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna chill. It's gonna be fine. I'm, I'm not. I'm just gonna be low key tonight. Well, very quickly, <laughs> low key turned into high key because uh, the ladies next to me, who are always next to me, they, they were drinking some vodka. Uh, they were making some cocktails with a bottle of vodka they had. And I was like, hey, I, maybe uh, can I have a little glass of that vodka? And they're like, yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, that we, we had cheers, we had one, and then they made me another drink. And then uh, from there, it quickly went out because I was like, oh, this is fine. A couple of vodkas, I feel just perfect. This is all I need. I'm good. Uh, I'm good. And then I was like, some other people had some drinks. I was like, hey, could you bring me um, a drink from y'all's room? Like, uh, do you mind? And some friends brought me a tumbler of something. I started drinking that. Somebody else at another table had tequila that they just brought me a glass of. Um, and, you know, you're like, I'm sure, like, listening, you're like, what the fuck are you, what are you just drinking all the straight liquor? Like, who are you, a maniac? Yes. The answer is yes. Because once you start, it goes down super easy like you don't realize that like oh i just like chugged this whole drink through a straw and it was moonshine you know you don't think about that because you're already feeling good and all of this so i was drinking some drinks having some fun and uh i guess everything just kind of got on top of me always and you can make a bunch of excuses uh it just i just got fucking drunk like that was it it was liquor um of course, I, the only thing I had eaten that day was a bagel. That's like one of those excuses. But I did. I had a bagel at breakfast and just went to the con. And I was like, yeah, I'll figure out something. I figured out just drinking. So I um, what ended up happening, because I'm, one minute I'm at my table, the next minute, the next thing I'm aware of is that I'm in a hotel room. Not mine. A room in a bed. And my buddy Chris... Chris from uh, that runs the vinegar syndrome table. I've talked about it many times. I stand is there saying some words to me 
but I don't, it's kind of coming out of the fog. Like what the hell is happening? Where, where the fuck am I? So I had to have it all told back to me and, and actually reenacted out to me, which was um, even funnier to see. But apparently what happened was I just decided that I was going to lay down behind my table uh, with my head in Boney's bed where he was laying and put, I put my head in his bed uh, next to him and promptly passed the fuck out. Like, the convention is going on around me. My booth is open. Like, if people can walk up to the booth, but I am lying behind it, passed out. So the ladies next to me went, and they got Chris, because I know Chris is my buddy. And Chris comes over, and he said he's like, he sees me, and he's like, oh, shit. So he's like, all right, let's try to play. Like, he really took care of me. Good. This is a good friend, guys. You know this is, you have a good friend. He's like, I'm not going to, you know, let's try to handle this in a way that's not going to, you know, make a scene or make him feel bad, whatever. So he said he came down, he got me, he's like, hey, buddy, come on, let's get up, let's get you up to my room. And then I, I, I opened my eyes and looked at him and I said, dude, I'm in my room. And he said, no, you're not, dude, you're, uh, you're at the convention. He said, I looked at him with like all earnestness and was like, dude, the convention is over. He was like, it is for you, buddy. Come on, let's go. Got me up, just kind of laughing. Ah, we got you, buddy. I just kind of like, so it looked fun or whatever. Uh, cause I, he said, I was, I, he said, I looked like I had this realization of like, oh shit, I am still at the convention. So we ended up like he and, uh, you know, uh, our friend Ashley got us, you know, helped with Boney, got us up to his room there at, he was staying there. So I, I w- I'm waking up in his room, like what the hell is happening? Where am I? And, uh, he took some funny videos of me and, and that kind of thing. But, um, Ended up like I guess I slept it off in his room for an hour or so uh, until he he went back down and closed his booth and came back up and woke me up and then uh, you know basically you know made fun of me but everyone took care of me and I, I thanked everybody very heartily the next day uh, but we stayed out for a little bit longer I ended up chatting some more you know but uh, I did go back and 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 pass out and the next day. I felt like absolute garbage. Like you can't even imagine. I I was like fuck VIP. I'm not getting there early. I'm getting there late. Like I, if the doors opened at 11 a.m., I don't think I walked up until 11:15 and turned my lights on and pulled my thing, opened my booth. Then I'm there on Saturday, and this is even what made it worse. Okay, this is where it's like, oh, you're, we're partying. It's so fun. But then you like fuck. You pay the price because you fucked up. I'm there and, you know, the floor closes at, what, when did it close? I think six on Saturday or, no, 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 no. I think maybe seven, maybe 6.37, something like that. Not even that late. I don't know. Something there. Let's say six o'clock. And I'm like, fine. And I'm already resigned to like, dude, I, I, you know, I'm not drinking the rest of the weekend. And I don't, I don't even know the next time I'm going to drink because this is bad. So I had no drinks. I wasn't drinking, not even like a fucking hair of the dog to make me feel better. No excuses. Just, I'm not drinking. So I wasn't. So I just had my fucking gallon of water and I'm hanging out behind the booth doing my thing. And you know, I'm definitely hung over There's, but, but it, the hangover just keeps kind of getting worse, like compoundedly worse as I'm going throughout the day instead of getting better. All I'm doing is drinking water, drinking fluids, eating some fruit, just trying to get my, you know, uh, everything I think I can do to try to pull myself out of this is like, uh, just, uh, 
you know, it's taken it's taken everything in me. But I get about like maybe to about three o'clock and I'm feeling bad, dude. I've got a raging headache. I'm fucking nauseous and I'm really trying to hold it together. I think last week I was talking about, uh, you know, feeling like I was going to puke on people sometimes when I'm just talking to them because I'm hungover. Like this was that so far. So to the, to the extent that I was like, I uh, am going to close my table early and leave. It's exactly what I did. I was trying so hard just to even get to five o'clock. I couldn't. I couldn't make it to five. I closed at like four thirty. Just threw the thing over. I was like, I can't do it. I can't even concentrate on anything. I went back to the room and like honestly took a long shower and went right back. Like just went to sleep. Got up early Sunday. Got in there early, like way before VIP, way before anything. And uh, again, I was like, I'm not drinking. Did not drink. Just just worked the whole day, stone sober before I I had to leave to go to the next place. Um, but man, like in retrospect, like the little like it, it is kind of funny because it's like, ha ha, you dummy. Uh, in the back, the tete tete with uh, Chris and I of like, dude, the convention's over. Yeah, it is for you. That's funny too. But also like, I was like, man, you know, I cannot do that. That can't be something I do uh, again or on any kind of regular basis but that's also what I speak you know talking about last week about like man things just get away from you you're on the road for so long uh, you know reality becomes weird um things become you know perspective is gets just different different when you have no home base for eight weeks at a time and you're just shifting around and you know you're not completely like uh unmoored or rudderless you know you got a place to go but you got sometimes like you know the the space between those those things can get can get weird and can be hard to navigate um and you know and shit happens and sometimes people don't come back from things that happen you know but i like i said i'm learning from the things i do and uh that is definitely not something that i will repeat uh at all um so, but, uh, you know, Hey, it's a story and, and we lived through it and we learned something from it. And, uh, uh, we can, I, like I said, I can laugh at it now, but I know it was probably not, not the best thing, uh, ever, um, uh, to, to, to do, but Hey, that happens. And I, um, will be telling you more stories like, like that, uh, and similar and in, in vain from, uh, you know, those last few weeks on the road last year. Um, as I continue on in the first few episodes of this new year and renewal of the podcast. But that is it for now, my friends. Uh, please, please. Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for uh, joining me for another episode. If you're new, thank you for checking it out. Uh, all my all my old homies, all my OG gangsters, thank you for hanging out with me, sticking through, through it with me and listening. Um, I appreciate it so much. I have got a bunch of new dates added to my website. Go to johnwindesdead.com. See where I'm coming. See where I'll be. Come out and see me. Let's hang out. Let's chat. Let's kick it for real. We won't pass out behind our table, but you know what? Hey, well, maybe we'll get close. We'll see. If we have a good chaperone, uh, we'll see what we can do. I promise. But uh, please check everything out at johnwayneisdead.com. I have several new releases like I talked about last week. Uh, my store will be stocked with them come January 11th when I receive uh, all of the inventory as per my um, shop, uh, Shopify uh, app tells me. 
when they're coming. That's what they says. I will put them up there immediately. You can order them from me or you can order them from, uh, you know, you can order my short story collection from Barnes and Noble or from future, uh, for, for, for uh, oddness press. You can order my splatter Western right now. Uh, all of your dreams will come true when you're dead. That is available at Amazon and, uh, also through uh, death's head press. I will have copies of all of these very soon in my possession, and I'll have them up on the store, and you can get them straight from me. But from for now, you can get everything else there that's up there, the record, uh, the books that I have in stock, all kinds of goodies. Uh, more new things are dropping this year. It's going to be great. Check it out. Please follow me at John Wynn is Dead on Instagram and TikTok, and uh, keep, uh, keep watching the old uh, Patreon there. Check out what's going on there. Join it if you'd like. I really would appreciate that. And I thank you all for listening, as always. Uh, I uh, will be seeing you all soon, and I cannot wait to get back out there. Until then, I say good day.